0: Hey Zombro fans, Ross and i and back here for yet another wonderful episode of Zombro's Action. I'm joined by, once again, the greatest, the most wonderful, the delightful co host in all the world, Johnny J25. How are you doing, John?
1: Oh, you spoil me, Reed. Oh. Thank you.
0: I try my best, but more so, we have some wonderful insight coming from our special guest today, one of the leaders in the high round community. We have Frenzy on. How are you doing, Frenzy?
2: Uh, I'm good. Hmm. Pleasure to be here
0: wonderful well we're happy to have you on and john was already on this beforehand told me all these really interesting questions he has lined up for you today because we're so fascinated to hear from the high round perspective so i think we might want to just jump right in into that type of uh content do you want to jump into that john or do we want to gauge some others? yes
1: um i think let's first get a couple updates in then i'll then i'll hit frenzy with questions oh, i've true. been oh, wondering yeah,
0: shit. Oh. Uh,
1: so I'm not sure what exactly Reed ran off for I think I'm hoping he ran off for the hats but just as a heads up to the patrons, despite the delay in the issues I had where um the hat that I had ordered basically just went out of production and I wasn't able to get the hats, I did oh is this what I think it is Reed is that what I think it is are those the, yes I think so um are those the hats? Yeah. Yeah. So we got, we got the Zombros hats. Finally. Um, they weren't exactly, they they were not the hats that we advertised. And I apologize for that mainly because the hats that I had ordered went out of print and the guy was like, yeah, I, I don't know what to do for you. So here's your money back. Uh, then I had to find a new company to make them. So there was a delay. Those are the hats. They should be going out in the next day or so, so long as Reed isn't lazy. Uh, I'm gonna kick Reed in the ass. So if he doesn't get them out before the month ends,
0: domestic will be so, fine.
1: They're coming. I also just wanted to give a heads up to the patrons to make sure you're aware of this. But I believe if you're an ultra rare, actually, I think this extends to rare, ultra rare, and premise. But we do the we do the monthly AMAs on Reddit where you can just ask questions and throw them out there. Uh, there's a special tab for that in the uh, in the Discord if you want to check that out. We do it every month. Um, I'm going to lock it pretty soon, and then read and I will begin answering the questions. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get your questions in now, now's a good time. There's a tab for that in the Discord if you want to check that out. I figured I would just mention that before the month ends, so you can find that there. Mm-hmm. I think those are those are all the patron updates. Did cool. you have any any just updates yourself, Reed?
0: Uh, Zombros uh, posters are finally done, though. All sent out. Finale. Thank God. Monkey off my back. Sorry it took so damn long. It was just... Bunch of issues with my filing. That's all on me. So thankfully, that's done and accounted for. Uh, Hopefully, videos will return to normal on my channel. And just, I had a water, um, a, a pipe break, flood my mudroom, and then flood into my basement. Thankfully, I didn't lose any equipment, but I've been playing musical chairs, moving my equipment around while the insurance company. And the, like, quick response people are trying to figure out, okay, what roles might have molding? we got to make sure they don't end up getting mold. we got to demo stuff. we got to replace these. So it's just been an absolute mess at my house for the past week. So that's why I'm behind. So I, I apologize for that. But in the grand scheme of things, you probably didn't even notice. It's kind of like, eh, you know, Fried will get his videos up whenever. So I am more excited to ask about how Frenzy feels about BO4 High Rounds. How high rounds have evolved, his experience in all the high rounds of the past. There, there's just a plethora of questions. And even the classified ending and the reward for high round players with classified. Well, oh, it's just, just this is a beautiful pot of questions. But I'm gonna hand it off to you, John. What do you want to start with?
1: Uh, you know, let's actually I was gonna start, I, I wanted to ask one thing, but I think it said it's probably better to go with Black Ops 4 right now. Okay. Frenzy, what's your highest round in Black Ops 4? Well, oh, it's good
2: stuff uh my highest round is 137 and then my game crashed because of the you know ce error thing and then i haven't really played in high rounds since then so yeah <laughs> what what map was that uh that was on blood of the dead like the first Ooh. week that the game came out
1: Oh. Mm. so what's the what's the high round strategy for blood of the dead is it basically just run the traps as if you're back in like mob of the dead uh,
2: nah, what What you do is there's like a trap in the room where you make the magma get, and mm-hmm. in that room, that trap acts as like a monkey bomb, where for some reason all the zombies just run into it and they just ignore you if you just kind of stand close enough to it, and yeah, you just basically run around in that room and just repeatedly activate that trap, and then just, yeah, how you get to high rounds on there.
1: One thing I'm wondering is, so Black Ops 3 felt like a a dream for high rounders because the gobble gums were so overpowered that like people would get to 100 in like Mm. five to six hours like stupid fast. Like, you know, back in Black Ops 1, it would take you would take like a whole day, two days or however long. But in Black Ops 4, I mean, I know the game has its stability issues, but it's been it's been stripped down. Like a lot of those OP gobble gums that allow for high round runs are gone. Do you like it better without the OP gobblegums, or do you prefer them?
2: um I mean, I didn't really mind some of the gobblegums, like the alchemical antithesis. I felt like that was you know a, a pretty strong one, which definitely helped you cruise through the rounds much faster because I mean the game is a little more enjoyable whenever it doesn't take you twenty hours to get to like round hundred or something like you you want to be able to start up a game and get somewhere fast you know within the first day or two that you. Play a high round game, but uh I felt like the biggest problem with the gobble gums in this game was the fact that instead of them keeping some of the classics like the alchemical antithesis, they turned them to pay to win gobble gums where you need to you know, mm. buy hot, What what is it in this game? It's it's cod points and then the, the nebilium or something. Yeah. Cod points
1: I, you got or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember how you how you say that. But fine, yeah. what, what was what guy. was the name of the gobble gum that gave you? way more drops than normal. Which one was that? Power me. vacuum. Yeah. Power, that to, power vacuum to me felt like the broken one. Mm-hmm. Because suddenly oh, yeah. you'd be getting death machines and you'd be getting insta-kills and max ammo is like crazy. I never, I, I, I also I think alchemical was one of the best gobble gums and it felt fitting because it is kind of bullshit in the later rounds where it's like, all right, I've ran out of like 24 shots of my thunder gun. Now I'm burnt, mm-hmm. you know, but the alchemical extends that. But, like, what about, like, the power vacuums and the round robins? Or do you not, do you take not much issue with them?
2: Nah, I definitely don't think that those should have ever even been made, to be honest. I mean, it's because what what can happen is, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but players can literally get to round 255 in a four-player match within just a handful of hours by spamming the gobble gum machine and just getting round robins and Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. shopping freeze repeatedly. And you can just get to round 255 that way and then... Also, the same thing goes with the power vacuum, where you're just sitting in a corner with a death machine and insta kill repeatedly the entire game. And all you got to do is just the gobblegum machine each round. And as long as you have enough of those gobblegums, you'll be able to get to a high round really, you know, without really any trouble at all. And it kind of defeats the purpose of getting to high rounds because they used to be really rewarding to get to back in the day in like Black Ops 2, Black mm-hmm. Ops 1, and, and stuff like that. And then, and later on in black ops 3 if you're using all these op gobble gums are are you really feeling rewarded by doing that or is it just kind of like a oh you want a high round here you go just pay for it like (laughs) thing
0: is that how you feel in the sense for your opinion i was going to ask you that what has changed in that fundamental reward and it sounds like to you that the gobble gums themselves take away the actual uh, journey of getting to that high round is, is is my interpreting that right or do you have like what fundamentally changed for you for the enjoyment of high rounds in the past to a bo3 abusing gobblegums to a bo4 abusing whatever overpower pay to win stuff they have
2: well i don't think that the gobblegums at least the classics ones in black ops 3 and even some of the mega ones weren't like that big of a deal but <laughs> yeah i mean if you're going to talk about the really really op ones like round robin and power vacuum then yeah i mean there's definitely a issue there in my opinion but mm. uh i i think that yeah i mean overall like the the experience hasn't really changed much other than the fact that uh in in the old games i don't know if this is going off topic or not no, but no. <laughs> in, in, in like the old games you didn't have something like widow's wine where it was like almost a a necessity for i mean at least nowadays players are actually adapting and they're not actually using widow's wine really at all on black ops 3 but for a I long like time,
1: one. I really don't like Widow's 1.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's really really overpowered for for a perk in my opinion. And then there's a couple perks on Black Ops Four also that are just like, whoa! Like we really have these in the game, like Victorious Tortoise, where you're almost invincible by just having your your shield out. Uh, like my and gameplay it's just...
0: right now for high rounds. There you go. Where's my damn
2: camera? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just kind of. Like they they just kind of took away from the fact that back in the day it used to be all about um you know hoarding up zombies and if you got hit then you got hit but hey like you know you get hit everybody just freezes around you and then if you kill the zombies you get your widow's wine grenades back or if you have a shield out then you're almost invincible it's yeah it's mm-hmm. not like the the same well I don't mean to I don't mean to like uh,
1: dis- I don't mean to dismiss you and like your ability as a player but I've always felt like high rounds are less about skill and more about perfect or maybe more yeah. about endurance. And yeah. so so oh, does, yeah, it, going, does it, does it really matter if the barrier to entry has been lowered so long as it's still like a challenge of endurance?
2: Um, I think that it does because the thing is, is there, there are a couple maps out there which you actually require like an immense amount of skill to do the strategy repeatedly on it. But well, say, um, I'll say
1: I'll say that the, the the fast the fast strategies, um, yeah, like like compare say running running in like tunnel eleven or tunnel six on moon compared mm-hmm. to just running in the biodome, you know, mm-hmm. like what like both can get you to both can get you around a hundred, but one is infinitely easier than the other. Right.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is is with uh with high rounds like. There are those maps and there are those strategies, like you just said, where one of them is just going to be really easy and almost you know anybody can do it as long as they just uh, kind of stay focused the entire time that they're playing. But yeah, it, it is more about just you know practicing and perfecting repetition uh, rather than actually needing like raw skill and just you know actually just not not just raw skill, sorry, but you know just needing skill to actually do strategies. But there definitely are quite a handful of strategies out there that do require. An immense amount of skill that you know not everybody can just do mm-hmm. not even like you know players that have hundreds of hours of experience um yeah like rounds.
1: i don't want i don't want to dismiss like high rounders and say it takes no skill i don't mean to i don't mean to come off right. that way because i think oh, one no. of the one of the biggest things in high rounds is the ability to be perfect mm. you know you really only have traditionally three three rooms three 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 like opportunities for error you know mm-hmm. three downs so you have to continuously be perfect. And I think that does take skill. You know,
2: I'll, oh, like, actually, oh yeah, go uh, on. Sorry. Like, I just
0: want to add to the other perspective there is you can make the same arguments for almost mm-hmm. any uh, skill that there's a base level skill you need to have, but practice and repetition is what gets you to a professional level for any sport or competition uh, with that too. I can absolutely agree from your perspective, frenzy Shangri-La's high round strategy. I can't do. And I play the shit out of this game, and I think I'm pretty decent at some no, wait, of
1: these. Wait, what's, what's Shang's high-round strategy? The one is that, the, uh, don't
0: open the door st- but, from spawn. Run in AK-7, the MPL. MPL. AK-70. No, that, A- MPL one's AK- that one's easy. MPL.
1: I I can't, I can't do AK-74U, but oh. I can do MPL just AK-74
0: fine. AK-74U is no problem for me. The MPL, mm. I, can't, I can't do that one. No matter how much I try, I think there's absolutely some skill associated with knowing how the zombies spawn, how to train them, and then being able to stay that focused. And then the endurance kicks in all the way up to 100 plus on Shangri La. I've never gotten past round 38, I think, on Shangri La. That is still a brutal map for me. I can't really, beat it. really. Like, well, you can... Bo1, Bo1. Like, yeah, no, like, I've
1: like, my highest, my highest on Shang was 50. I suicided after 50. Um, it's uh, I shangri Law for me it takes me a while to get started but once I'm rolling I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have 3 or 4 games where I die before round 20,
2: but once I make it past I'm good.
0: I, well, what Frenzy, how do you feel about Shang?
2: <laughs> um which one are we talking about? Are we talking about Black B-O-1. Ops 1 or B-O-1. yeah, we'll go BO3 B- because O-1. BO3
0: is just easy town if you want because there's so many options.
2: Um what strategy well... again are we well, we Every were talking time. about
0: the MPL, but actually, you know, I dismissively okay. say that about Bo3, but they did hurt the JGB, making it more yeah. difficult for that strategy the, to work.
1: JG, JGB and Blackout 1 is so much better.
0: Yeah, so What's, you know, I, so so I take you're, that if back.
1: Have, let's phrase it like this: you're going to play Blackouts one Shangri La right now. You're going to go to a
2: hundred. What's your go to strategy? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to go to round a hundred, I'd just do the M16 strategy. Where basically what happens is in the M16 room on Shangri La, you have the we M16 both made the same reaction shut. to that oh really okay <laughs> yeah like you, you, you have that door shut and then you just walk out and then all the zombies literally spawn behind you and all you have to oh do is, like... is
1: this is this where you're like uh the perks rotate so i can't use them as reference is this like where you're by the semtexes? yeah oh okay i do know that i don't think i could do that strategy but i know that strategy
0: where is that Where's the M16 on the wall? Is it by power? Uh, I
1: think think widow think where yeah. widow's wine is. I think Ian Black Ops Three or no no because that
2: probably moves, that moves too. too. It, it's on the other side of the wall where the spike moors are. It's, Thank
0: you. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. So you don't open that one and you oh mm. god and you just oh god and you just walk your way out to the MPL or or what?
2: Uh no 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 you you so so yeah you start off in that room and then yeah. you walk out into the AK room and yeah. then in the AK room all you have to do is just do like.
0: Shrink ray grenade
2: No, no, you you just cut back in that room like twice, and then yeah. you just walk back into the M sixteen room, and then you just kill all the zombies. It's it's actually really easy if if you watch a video on it or oh, tried it yourself. To be honest, well,
0: maybe, it doesn't I'll work maybe in Black Ops three though. A frenzy video and try it out on Black Ops <laughs> PC my goal of getting over around 100 maybe one day
1: <laughs> see i just i have a hard time sometimes going back to the black ops 1 versions mm-hmm. of maps after playing the chronicles ones mm-hmm. because they 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 it's it's the look like yeah, i I aged. jump into black ops 1 and it, and it doesn't age well something about it just feels so drab do you guys notice that i i um.
0: i don't I feel it with World at War, Darice, more now, and the older uh, World at War maps where it starts to really look old, age wise, where the textures are just like, oh god, dude. With Bo1, it doesn't look as nice as Zombie Chronicles by far, but I don't quite get that. I I because it plays so differently, and there's no Gobblegums, gums. It almost feels like a different game still to me in that respect. Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder then if we if we ever get those maps back in. Well, now that now that you just say they feel different with gobble gums, if we ever get those maps back in Black Ops Four. If they'll when they bring in the new perk system to those maps, how will they feel different? That'll be interesting. I wonder if that'll make it better or worse because it could make it refreshing. Like I, I, I know that I know people I know the perks are a mixed bag and some people hate them. Some people don't mind it, but it would definitely change how you play the map.
0: I'm curious. Do you know like the timings of like high rounds frenzy of how long it takes going round to round? And do you have an opinion about how long rounds go? For just for background of my preference, so it's not like a loaded question here. I despise when rounds start going five minutes around, eight Mm. minutes around, ten minutes around. I loved what they did in World at War, where it was just it was a timer and it's almost as quick, almost like a rush mode of sorts where it's like. 24 zombies around solo, you fuck up, you're done. Like in Shinonuma, sometimes the dogs would just get you. You could be around 140 and a dog would, oh, God, they were so fast. They came out of nowhere. I got one hit for no reason. Like that yeah. was part of the the excitement yeah. of World at War, where a BO1 really turned me off, where round 55 to 56 took me 30 minutes, and I want to blow my brains out, killing these zombies with these traps over and over again, and then getting points with, you know, just buying a gun off the wall, getting Ten thousand points. No, it's gonna be less than. that. It's gonna be like two thousand points. Pulling a trap, doing it again, and just micromanaging your points.
2: Mm. Um. So wait, hold on one yeah, second. Yeah, what, well, what, uh, what is the question again? Like, so,
0: do you have a preference on how timing, how how long rounds take? Do you know, like, typically compared to World at War, Bo One, Bo Two, the speeds of rounds as you start getting up into the higher rounds? And do you have any opinions about that? Like Bo one taking much longer than a Bo two, a World at War. Do you have a preference of any of those? There's a lot of questions, so you can just pick and choose. Uh,
2: I mean, in all honesty, I I don't really. Okay, so as far as like how long rounds take and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I probably because I'm I'm a little rusty. I haven't really played that many high rounds in the last couple of like two years. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, yeah people and including myself yeah we usually know how long rounds are going to take um doing certain strategies and stuff every map has multiple strategies on it and uh, we, we know how long each strategy takes per horde and how long you know we could calculate per horde and then go from there how long each round is going to last say like there's 90 hordes on rounds i, I don't know like round 120 or something that's probably sure. significantly less than that we're gonna just know like okay if the strategy is 20 seconds it's a horde then you know, just do the math real fast, and then boom, like we're gonna be able to know, okay, well, this round's gonna be fifteen minutes or something like that's uh, yeah, so that's a thing, but as far as round speed goes, I don't really feel like the rounds are that big of a deal until they start lasting over an hour once they start lasting over an hour, then it's like, ah uh, man, like I just wish that there was just a way that I could my controller to somebody else and have them start playing or something i just want to take a break a, i want to get through this game like i want to i want to see like what happens i you know i want to see if i get to a really high round but as far as the round timings go i think black ops 3's timings actually were probably the best out of all three games. I personally like Black Ops 1 high round the most, but Black Ops 3 um, <laughs> definitely had like the best timings because you could get to round 100 and as early as three hours on some of the maps. And also, yeah, I think round one, one or I think round 200, people were doing 200 and like 40 hours on some of the maps also. So, I mean, it's significantly less time compared to on Black Ops 1, where a lot of those two hundreds were taking like fifties and sixty hours to get to, and Black Ops, yeah, I think that Black Ops three timings were
1: best. Well, when you get to the when you get to the point where the rounds are like an hour long, where does the motivation come from at that point? Like to me, um, I always I always put the hard I, limit at fifty because I figure I'm like, all right, I've I've made it to a decently high round, and at this, the rounds are going to get ridiculously long. Like I don't know if I could ever complete a round that's an hour long and then say to myself let's do it again where does that motivation come from
2: so yeah actually this is a pretty good question to be honest so uh, the, the motivation for me at least a lot of it came from my my stream like my viewers like you know being in my chat and stuff like you know wanting to see me try to get to round 200 or get the world record on a map and the fact that i know that i have like all these people watching and wanting me to Know get this record or something. You know that's that's like a lot of motivation going towards me. And not only that, but the fact that I have probably just spent a good week of my life, you know, ten hours a day for like a a straight week trying to get this far. It's like, man, you know, I can't back out now. I gotta, I just gotta finish this thing out and just see how far I, how far I can really get. But yeah, I'd say that mostly if I if I wasn't streaming, man, it would be really really hard for me to through a lot of those games that I that I played. But that was definitely a huge Motivation to me going was all those people in the chat and stuff. So when you it makes play, a for, lot more interesting uh,
1: too. When you play for a week straight and mm. you've you've done like ten hours a day and you've you've finished, whether you've set the record or you've died, do you ever just like feel the you need know, to just like take a break? Be like, all right, I'm not gonna play for two <laughs> weeks a month, or, or or then, or do you get the itch to jump right back in?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, at first I was just you no. Know, because i was kind of new to the whole concept of getting high rounds and world records and stuff i was just like you know screw it time to start up another one like let's go but later on like as the years like passed as i started getting like you know all these errors and stuff in my games or i would lag out like co-op games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i started to kind of just like contemplate like man do i really want to start up another game and you know have this happen again or something or ah bro like i remember what happened last time i played this like Know what? Eh, eh. so yeah, I mean it it's a little more difficult to actually just start up a game again right after you Mm -hmm. know you finish one, but at at first it it was definitely like I wanted to get in another one immediately.
1: As you mentioned co op high rounds, this just reminded me. Like we we learned that co op pause is coming to Black Ops four. Does Mm -hmm. that interest you or pull you in potentially for like new high round co op records, or do you just not trust the stability?
2: uh yeah i mean there's still a lot of risk involved with the pause feature you know because you still can lag out of your games and stuff not not every you know whether it's the servers or whether it's your your connection or your partner's connection or power outage happening which causes you know your game Well, but the power outage outage
1: could happen in solo too yeah
2: yeah okay yeah that's true as well but i mean it could happen to your teammate you know it it Mm -hmm. couldn't happen But, yeah, I guess. Um, But, yeah, I think that it's an interesting feature, and I think that it's something that we've wanted for probably World at War. Like, you know, people have wanted that, but for some reason we're just now getting it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But then again, it is Black Ops 4, and I don't really know how many people are still playing it. So, uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, it personally won't really bring me back to wanting to play high rounds a lot in Black Ops 4 Co-op, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it'll bring a lot of people in and mm-hmm. make them interested.
0: Surely. You know, I want to come back a little bit to what you said earlier resonated with me about the viewers encouraging you to push through those hour-long sessions. I tuned mm-hmm. into uh, Smart Guy's stream the other day. He was at hundred around 103 on Mob of the Dead which I absolutely adored seeing that commitment. And the chat was definitely pushing them. And it reminds me of speedrunners that sit there learning the game for hours and hours and hours. And eventually they'll pull that, you know, two or 300 viewers, or sometimes they'll be lucky even a thousand viewers for speedrunners, They're nothing like a lot of these zombie YouTubers or entertainers out there that pull ninja numbers or whatnot. But yeah. it's all working toward that, those, you know, eventually that showcase of a few hundred people who are really into this being like, cheering you on excited for you to get a record to succeed or something like that i think that rewarding feeling is is something so so motivating and so exciting to share with a live audience or with a live
2: community oh absolutely yeah it's it's like honestly it's it's such a good feeling well i mean at least it used to be Whenever I, you know, used to do this, but mm-hmm. uh, whenever I would get like a, a world record on stream and like everybody's like in the chat, and then it just yeah. blows up, like yeah. and it's just like whoa, world record! You know, everybody's freaking out and stuff, and they're like, you know, heck yeah, you know, you, you got the record, and everybody was just, you know, there for how many hours? Like some of those people mm-hmm. were probably there for like fifty hours of the whole eighty-hour game or something. Oh. And it's like, dang, like you know, you guys like really just. <laughs> so much uh support you know throughout the entire stream and you know it's it's, it's awesome yeah. to be able to do that and it it's also goes the other way too which i mean i guess comes with competition and stuff but it's really really heartbreaking to you know see your game crash or you know even fail or something super deep in your game and it's like man like i you know I, I like it's almost like you're kind of letting your viewers down because it's like man they they really want you to <laughs> succeed and succeed. it's just you know weren't able to sometimes it's out of your control sometimes
0: yeah I feel that
2: you just yeah this might but. this might this might
1: sound silly but when you when you do reach a world record do you ever do you like just do you ever just celebrate like off stream or like like you ever like reward yourself with it? like hell yeah I did this I'm gonna go treat myself with this or that or is it or do you just kind of like yeah right, you've done the stream
2: and that's it uh I don't think I actually ever did something like that I mean I I probably would have if um i was like no, you know uh ninja or something but nah, nah, I was like you know me, like you know i'm just like oh hey like i got a world record i guess that you know tonight instead of getting little caesars i'm gonna get round table pizza or something i guess yeah. so i mean yeah so i i, That's, I, guess I just wanted way, like, the, but, like
1: the little things so i don't know
2: yeah right right
0: no john i'm with you whenever i know i've done it in the past i can't think of an example but whenever i've had something <laughs> successful happen with youtube i'm like I'm eating steak tonight. I'm going out. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like that. You know what?
1: I just hit 147 underies. We're fucking. Yeah. We're yeah. eating like Kings tonight, boys. <laughs> Pile in. We're going to Outback Steakhouse. We're Woo! getting.
0: A... <laughs> bloomin' Onion. There we go. There's a I'm energy, getting two you know?
1: Bloomin' Onions. <laughs> Something like that. Uh,
0: um, well.
1: Here's a question I have to ask you, Frenzy. Here we go. Um. I really want to know, and this is, this is, we're going back four years on this one. You made it to 7,200 on Shinonuma. And my, uh, my first question is just why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This, this is actually, this has got some history to it. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and uh, this isn't even going to talk about the, the actual like garbage commentary that I did on that, that gameplay, because I didn't, I didn't even expect that gameplay to even be, what it was. Like I, I think that right now it has like what over a million views. It I, I don't really know the exact number, but I didn't even think that it was going to get nearly as many people watching it as it did. So I just kind of did this commentary in one take. But anyways, one day uh it was like around the time that Advanced Warfare was coming out, I decided, you know what, hey, we've got two weeks left and I kinda wanna try this. Like I wanna hit, you know, world record on this map. And at the time the world record was like around five thousand. And I'm Thirty hours into the game, I'm at around three thousand, and then some guy in my chat's like, "Bro, some guy's on thirty five hundred right now. He's he's ahead of you, and you know, you know, saying this stuff like kind of taunting me." And I'm like, "Bro, get out of here! Like nobody's on thirty five hundred right now. What yeah. the heck? Nobody plays this." Uh-huh. And then, oh, what do you know? There's a guy on thirty five hundred, and I'm like, "Whoa, what the oh, heck? Man, like, you know, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like." And then, anyways, this guy ends up getting to around seven thousand. 115 and then he dies because of the whole thing that you were talking about earlier where uh, two dog bites literally killed him despite him having chug because you know world at war logic I guess Yep. and then I ended up getting to around 7,200 I just kind of thought like eh you know that's a couple rounds higher than him and it's on a an okay number it's, it's on an even number it's not some random 7,178 or something like right. that like you know so I just did that and then I kind of regretted not actually playing farther in that game. Like I I actually wish that I would have gone even further and possibly gotten 10,000, but...
1: 10,000 would have been cool, because I feel like that puts you yeah. in a club. That's like... Right. like the who, exclusive who, club. Like, who can say you've made it to five digits worth of rounds, you know?
0: I don't think anybody. Yeah. Has anybody made it round 10,000 run?
2: No, I think somebody got to... Well, I tried again, and I got... Some error on round six thousand and that was like pretty mm. crushing. Like I was like, yeah. bro, what sixty I hours in and that. okay. Mm. Uh and then anyway, somebody else played it and I think they got to like nine thousand one hundred or something, and then they died. So Yeah. <laughs> they were crushing. pretty close. That was
0: God, Treyarch should definitely have a challenge. That'd be a great bounty to have. Just being like first hey, one to yeah. ten
1: thousand rounds on a trail, a Zombros route? challenge. We will put up a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, sure. we're not. Act- yeah.
1: We're not actually putting up a thousand dollars.
0: We we can't even get our damn transit match in. We're let alone our, our rush mode. So
1: we'll the rush the, mode the Zombros match. challenge, though, if you can get to round ten thousand, we'll have you on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. At the very least, we can do that much. We will certainly How have well- you on the show.
1: Now, how long did that take, 7,200? Do you remember?
2: Um, yeah, so basically every round, or sorry, every 100 rounds up until round 200 is about an hour and a half. So it was about three hours to round 200. And then every round after that's about, or sorry, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't talk. Every 100 rounds after that is about an hour long. So it's it was What's about 75 up? hours. Yeah, yeah, it speeds up because there's an insta-kill bug where all the zombies reset down to round one health every other round starting at round two under Nate or something like that mm-hmm. and basically what you can do is instead of having to use the wonderwaff and the traps then some rounds the zombies can be insta-killed you can just use your PPSH and just go them down that way and it's a lot faster to do that because they're insta-killed
1: do, you know, do you know why the, 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 uh, the insta-kill bug happens that's something I've always wanted to know
2: uh I actually not the best person to ask this but it has to do with like something with like 16 or 32 bit integer or something like that or some blah 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 uh, like nonsense and what happens is like the zombie's health gets like way too high and then it like flips uh, yep. over to negative health instead and then you know that just Oh that that actually that makes a lot of sense now.
1: That yeah, does definitely.
2: Uh hmm
0: See, that's why I, this, I was so excited for this show is because there's a lot of insight cool. because people don't even imagine going for high rounds. A lot of people can't even get past round 20. And then to get into like the mechanics of, like I know how long this round's going to take because we can count the zombies. We know the hordes that are going to show up. We know the mm. what happens mechanically to the numbers on the back end. Uh, this is the beauty of the high rounds community that really doesn't get highlighted as much. You guys have always been... Uh, an afterthought sadly up until yeah. i think bo4 where they attempted to try and address it <laughs> yeah. and then there's less interest than ever
1: there's a, oh, there's a real there's a real irony to that where it's like finally high uh, rounders get their reward they get their yeah. recognition they're gonna they're gonna be the ones to unlock an easter egg cutscene. yeah and then it's not even possible yeah oh man that, that <laughs> like, I mean, was get to 255 oh wait you can't even get to 100 yeah
2: yeah, Poor that guys. was definitely really um, unfortunate because, yeah, I mean, it was like really cool to finally have Treyarch do something for, you know, the high round guys. Because back in the day, they did have leaderboards on games, which they don't have them on this one for some reason still. But uh, they had like the leaderboards, which were really cool. But I mean, let's face it, after a couple weeks, or even with Black Ops 3 in that case, it, literally a day, and the leaderboards were glitched or they were modded or hacked, you know, whatever. And it just, they were just kind of ruined, but um, that's why I,
1: that's yeah. why I don't really mind the leaderboards being gone in this game. Like I, th- mm-hmm. I think maybe a local leaderboard amongst your friends online would be nice because I always I, I do like seeing where I stack up amongst my friends. But for as long as I can remember, the global leaderboards like you hit you jump straight to the top, and everybody is just just hacked their way to the top. Mm-hmm. So it never really bothered me that in Black Ops Four it's missing.
2: Yeah, it just kind of sucks because if it was there i personally think that there would have been a lot more motivation for the community and you know not even just like the hardcore hardcore high round players but just everybody uh because i remember back in the day whenever i mean everybody was here at one point where they got to like round 30 the first time and it's like bro i'm ranked number 10,020 in the world right now or something mm-hmm. like bro like that's yep. so sick if i get to round 40 then i'll be number 900 like oh oh my gosh like we got to start up another game and try to get you know top 1000 in the world that's going to be so sick and then in this game it's like you don't have that thrill anymore it's just like oh i got around 30 and i mean that's that's cool i mean it's awesome that i hit 30 but i don't get to see where i stack up with everybody else even if they like were glitchers on the leaderboards and stuff it's like that's kind of a minority at that the the glitches are a small fraction of it to me it's like
1: I, i just hate the idea that like somebody like you can actually set the record have the top spot and it's completely Mm. delegitimized by some guy that just like hacked his way to like round 2 billion you know yeah
0: Well, i mean you can sort of figure out who the hackers are Uh, yeah you you can you can
1: it's it's very obvious who the hackers are yeah but but you'll never have that number one spot and to me that feels like robbery
2: well like i think i think the biggest thing too about this thing is it was a great way for guys that were unknown in the community or even, you know, kind of known in the community to really boost their reputation and their name. Like, I mean, Relaxing End is a perfect product of this. Like, He was mm-hmm. crushing out high rounds and he was getting rank ones on leaderboards. And I don't know if you guys have seen his Call of the Dead video where he got round 70 at Call of the Dead, but he I literally-
1: like that's, that's that's what made his name, I feel like.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was definitely one of the, you know, marquee games that propelled his, you know, reputation. but. He uh, in that video, it starts off with like five straight minutes of just nonstop Xbox messages and party invites and people just looking at his profile like, you know, the the entire time. And I remember I got rank one on the Dead Ops arcade mode in Black Ops one on PlayStation three. And I just made like a a PlayStation account too, like and, and I had no friends on the account except like the two people that I played with. And I woke up the next morning and I had a full friends list and like 600 messages of people like Mm -hmm. saying, how did you get this far, bro? Like, what did you do? You know, stuff like that. And it's like that stuff is just completely ripped out of the game now where you just aren't going to see something like that anymore because, well, there are no leaderboards. And then whenever there are leaderboards, there's perk strength leaderboards and miles ran leaderboards and stuff like that, that, you know, I mean, those are cool stats to kind of know about. But do they really need leaderboards? And why are they? in front of the ones that really matter the most that people really want to care about right like no mm-hmm. so it just it kind of sucks that yeah players that aren't really as known in the community can't really get their name out there as easily as they used to dude you Bush. just
0: hit on so many points i can't agree more i mean DT, <laughs> I that's how i found out about him and then even to john say so like hackers ruined it I'm pretty sure on Xbox, DT and his friend did Moon round 99 run or something like that, two player. Yeah. The time it took on BO1 to do that, hackers couldn't even do it because the time it takes is so long that mm. they have no chance of beating his record. So he did have the top spot for a time if he doesn't still have it. Um, mm. I remember hopping on BO2 and seeing Syndicate got to round 40 on Transit and saying, I got to beat that. He's 7,000 in the world. I want to beat that. You're 100% right. When I see that incentive that... Hey, I'm actually only... I'm, I'm just about in the top 10,000. You know, I want to I wanna break that. I want to go a little higher. Oh, and especially how it would default to first your friends list, and then global you'd want to see your rank. And then how close would it be for, for me if I just go one or two more rounds? How many hundred more do I jump if I do around 60 run and die rise? Does that put me up... How many more rounds does that put me up on the ranks? There is absolutely something to be said about that excitement of seeing how you stack up among your friends and among other people. Despite the hackers being there, that is a motivation I, I've completely forgotten about. I've done that before. You know, I know that's actually exactly. That's, exactly that's what actually said. true. Exactly. I, what I he do he described. S- I, I felt that way. I see Johnny. I I'm like, I want to beat his record. S- <laughs> screw him. Me, my buddy Ryan would do that. Right. He wouldn't tell me. And he would beat my record. And I'd log in. and I see he had a higher round than me. I'd be like, No. No, he can't have higher round than me. Just between me and my buddy Ryan. It didn't matter. We weren't trying going globally, but but because I could see him every time I logged in, it was his competition. Wow, I can't I haven't I haven't thought about that in forever.
1: You know what? I do the same thing actually with uh Geometry Wars. <laughs> as silly as it sounds there's no. a there's a there's a mode in Geometry War called uh pacifism where you yeah, can't, can't Yeah. you can only just move through gates to kill uh to mm. kill uh like the enemies. I've probably put like 30 hours into just yeah. that one little mini game. That was a hard one. Yep. Cause I, cause I, something about it. it like it just click with me and I love it. And um, I keep trying to beat my record. I think it's somewhere around like 300 million right now points. Uh, but every time I do, I do jump up the leaderboards a good, like thousand spots or so. And I'm like, hell yeah. So I, I, I you know what? I agree. I wish, and I don't know why Treyarch never did this or Xbox, but I wish they can go in and just manually remove the hackers
2: because it's so
1: blatantly obvious like do they not have the ability
2: no they they actually so this is yeah okay so this is really interesting actually not not many people know about this for some reason but uh back on Shangri la whenever it first came out on the first day uh me and my friend we got to around 35 about an hour or two hours after the map came out and we were ranked number three and four on the leaderboards we're like whoa we're I mean, the second best team in the world that's awesome like you know like i mean it's the first two hours and then we look at the leaderboards and then boom round 99 two guys up there with no kills and i'm like what? like yeah and, and there was a youtube video of it and everything they they just hacked their way to round 99 and then within a week they were removed off the leaderboards like you, you didn't see them again and so that that happened so they can actually do it but it seems very seldom that they will actually try to make an effort for this and then there's another example of this where uh, the guy you guys have probably met him before. His name is David King. He he works at Treyarch. He's like one of the senior programmers or something there. Yeah. Anyways, he solo coded Dead Ops Arcade and Dead Ops Arcade Two, and he actually Ooh. for Dead Ops Arcade Two he That's removed wow yeah top like 100 people from the leaderboards himself because uh, a patch came out which basically illegitimized like the entire know leaderboards but he he kind of just removed the top 100 because a lot of players that weren't as hardcore as like you know the top guys were probably going to be like what like why did my thing get removed or something but he pretty much took me and like a bunch of people else off there and we had to basically go back and play and get our high rounds back because you know the strategies were pretty much uh so different because we were playing on a patch where a bunch of stuff was like really broken and it was just a lot easier for us to get high rounds. And then once they actually patched the things that were different with the game, it would have been almost impossible for us to get to the same rounds that we ended up getting to. So, I mean, that was a a pretty cool idea that, you know, or well, not really idea, but pretty cool of him to actually go out there and do that. And Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that Treyarch would actually do that with their other leaderboards, but I mean, they haven't really shown Stuff. they don't care it feels like <laughs> yeah what would what, what is the
1: strategy for dead ops because at some point in dead ops oh, I, just, yeah. I just get over I, I at some point in dead ops i just throw my hands into defeat and say i can't do this damn i'm dogs. overwhelmed
0: i can't do the damn dogs what is
1: the, what is the move for that
2: uh so i mean they're really it's it's really hard to, to say exactly what the strategy is because there's so many tactics on so many different maps that you can put into your uh play style but at the end of the day it just all comes down to talent like that's just really all it is like it's there there isn't really any actual strategy that you can do like in zombies where it's just you know you're gonna stand here and then you're gonna shoot zombies here and then you know rinse and repeat or something like dead ops arcade is just constantly you know zombies are coming at you from every direction. So there's poles on the map to try to sabotage you and just fry you and mm-hmm. the dogs coming out and you know stuff like that so it's yeah it's it's really chaotic and
1: that makes sense. Yeah. It definitely, it, it, it. I think Dead Ops of all like the different zombies modes we have definitely feels like one of the most like skill based. Like, I feel like you either have it or you don't. And I definitely don't have it.
0: Now, Talixian was another guy that was uh, really big into uh, yeah. Dead Ops Arcade. And I couldn't believe his runs. I think one of them got on Machinima where he did it twice. He got to 80. And I was just like, how in the, how did you beat two Cosmic Silverbacks? How? And you just see the way he runs. I'm like, I try to mimic that. and just like, it just never works out. I can, they always get me somehow. I either run into a pole or the the dogs just know how to pinch me just right. It's brutal. Mm. It's such a interesting mode to test your skill and talent. And BO2's uh, Dead Ops Arcade got overlooked really badly too, which was a shame because that was a really well. Yeah, I I did not played as
1: much.
2: Sorry, gone. Oh, wait.
0: No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead, Frenzy. What do, what do you think? Oh, okay.
2: About, yeah, Dead Ops Arcade too. Oh, well, well, I was actually going to first bring up that. That was pretty interesting that you brought up Tlexian because... Yeah, he's great. ...for... I never cared about Dead Ops Arcade, like, yeah. the, for the first, like, two weeks that I played Black Ops 1. Yeah. I didn't care about it, and I, I played it once at a friend's house, and I thought it was just, you know, why am I playing this? And then I saw a video of Tlexian and he was pretty much my inspiration for even playing wow. the game mode because he had got to round 40 and he was fighting a cosmic silverback. And I'm like, bro, that would be so sick to like brag about beating this thing, man. Like, you know, it's a cosmic silverback and then it it restarts over again, like what? And and I just remember like me and this guy I knew online, like we would sit there and grind for, you know, a couple hours a night after, you know, playing some Keno or, or like five or something like that. And we would play a couple hours each night trying to get to round 40 and beating the cosmic silverback. And yeah, I mean, that was, <laughs> just r- really, uh, just a whole another experience that, unfortunately, I don't think that a lot of players even attempted to, to have. But as far as the Black Ops 3's Dead Ops Arcade, um, yeah, it definitely did seem like it was getting a lot of love at first. I know Lex was making a couple videos on it, and he was saying that it was probably the best Black Ops Three map or something yeah, like yeah. that at the time or something, and. uh yeah, I mean, after the first month or something, it, it seemed like, yeah, a lot of people, unfortunately, really care about it anymore. And uh, to be honest, the old Dead Ops Arcade was significantly better, and it might have been a mistake with how good the original Dead Ops Arcade was because mm. a lot of the stuff was just more balanced on it, and the map layouts were significantly better than the Dead Ops Arcade 2 map layouts. The Dead Ops Arcade 2 map layouts were borderline impossible to stay alive.
0: yes. Yeah, uh, four a four-player
2: match. Like oh, it, it, they they were made for solo. That, that's all there really is to say about that. It was just made for solo.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh uh, I really l- find it interesting now, too, that you were inspired by Talixian to do mm. dead ops and get into that stuff. I was inspired by Talixian to get into the storyline because he had the whole storyline video. Really? Uh, <laughs> it's that he has had such an impact on so many lives, and he I I'm not sure he even realizes it. That a yeah. lot of YouTube channels are only where they are today because some because of how into Treyarch's game he got and how he mm. showed off these things that we didn't think were possible, storyline and gameplay wise. I mean, that, he even had like a knife only thing on five he did to like round fifteen that ended up on machinima, which by the way, big mm. news there, machinima doesn't exist anymore. But bye, MCN. Yeah, yeah.
1: full, full screen. Yeah. Talixion's like that Talixion's like the most influential YouTuber you've never heard of. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah. everybody's heard of... Like, Syndicate inspired a lot of people. Yep. And everybody's heard of Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Like, I can probably attribute the reason I'm here to Syndicate. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can attribute the reason you're here to Talixion. And, like, very few people have heard of him. It's interesting how that works out. Because he's small, but... I mean, does he even still upload? Oh, no. Know.
0: he. I mean, he he has a real job, so that's kind of where...
1: Like, yeah. But, like, yeah, he... uh he is definitely very influential, especially to some of the guys who are, like, pioneering the genre of zombies.
0: Absolutely. Uh, do we want to get to the Patreon topic questions
1: for this week? Well, I, want to, I wanted to ask something interesting because when we were talking about leaderboards not being in Black Ops 4, this made me think about, like, so if I want to see leaderboards in Black Ops 4, my first thought is to go to Zombie World Records. And I know this site has a lot of controversy, <laughs> but I'm just mm-hmm. going to use it because I don't know where else to go. But the highest round right now on Blood of the Dead, take a guess.
2: On uh, uh, normal? Unnormal. Oh yeah. What, what, what uh
1: difficulty. Blood of the Dead, classic elixir's only solo. Highest round. Eighties? Mm Frenzy, any guess? Uh like two hundred and eighty. Yeah, you're you're really close. 283. So he knows what he's doing. Did you just did you just happen to know that or
2: did you like Uh no, nah, I knew it was in the 280s. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I h- how? Like I I just look at this and I almost don't believe it. Um there's a video of it, not the full game, just a uh just just kind of like a highlight reel. It's from a Brazilian YouTuber, Rodrigo Ferreira. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it's legit because it's on the website, but man how did you get that far without glitching? It's just unbelievable. Um,
2: really yeah, it. again, you just you just do that strategy that I was kind of talking about earlier. But the, the biggest thing that sucks is with Black Ops 4, you have to do so much stuff to, because people have kind of figured out what causes the CE error. The guy, uh, what he did was, he didn't shoot the zombies almost at all throughout the entire game. Because for some reason, Treyarch, it, it's oh, something uh, again bullets, right it, it's it's something to do with like the the models of the ammunition that they use they switched over from 2d models to 3d models because of like blackout or something like that or i i don't know the, oh, all this that all could this be stuff cause of but the it, physics, it's sure. something like that yeah and and for some reason it causes all these entities to be on the map and then the game just crashes whenever you shoot your gun too much or something like that the the
1: game the game has memory issues where i don't think it properly manages the memory and then eventually it has all this wasted memory that slowly fills up over the course of the game and then eventually you just run out and then the game's like all right we're done
2: well yeah that's that's happened in all the games though even even world at war black ops 1 and i mean that that was acceptable but but.
1: but it's it's particularly bad in, in black ops 3 that has it fill up in a way that doesn't Cause you can cause you cause you can manage your memory in such a way that like you're not gonna have those issues. But they seem to and it, it must be like you said with the ammunition where they're creating all these entities and they're going into blocks of memory and then not being properly deleted. Right. Something like that. Yeah, but, the game uh, So the so game, it, it it's it's a shooting thing, I guess then.
2: I uh, didn't realize uh, so. apparently, yeah. I I don't really know all the Details because i like I said, I haven't really played this game in almost two months, so I uh don't really know everything about it, but I definitely have heard that thrown around as kind of an idea of you know what causes it and stuff, and it just kind of sucks because the game um was just kind of meant to you know even with like this whole like gauntlets thing, it almost kind of seemed like they were really trying to push for a a high round type type feel with this game, but they just completely miss the mark on so many things. And, you know, again, with the leaderboards, it's not being in it, it. It's just such a letdown to know that this is the game that a lot of us high round players were kind of looking forward to for the past three years. Not trying to blast Treyarch on your own podcast. No, but no, yeah. oh no, okay. <laughs> well, This isn't this is Treyarch show. We blasted them. Yeah, of we
0: blasted everyone. We're a bunch of spoiled YouTubers and some eyes and others were Great liberators telling the truth about what an evil game it is. Just go ask any corner of the internet. We try our best to tell it like how we feel. (laughs) So that's what you should do. Be honest with uh, how you feel about it all.
1: You're not obligated to say nice things. Absolutely. Unless it's about us. Well, even (laughs) that. I feel like we've
0: had people on the show tell us their faces were morons.
1: Uh,
0: Anyway, let's talk about the Patreon questions. Let's do
1: it patron questions i don't know why i closed out of the tabs i gotta reopen i have it right here all right that's no big deal Uh, that's fine i threw in there today Mm -hmm. i said uh i said frenzy's gonna be on the show so hopefully we can get some questions relevant to you but before that uh full metal john asked how (laughs) we're doing today oh that's Uh, so
0: nice of him i like his name too full metal john i hope it's in reference to the full metal alchemist series i love that series so much Oh, and also, uh, yeah, I'm frenzy, well. anime, yes, that's right. <laughs> you, and I'm doing well. Enemies.
1: How are you guys? How are you guys doing today?
0: Hanging in there. Wish my house wasn't upside down, but doing well. Frenzy, how you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm just, uh, i I was like a little tilted before I got on here because I was playing some uh some Destiny before I got on. Uh, you know, I'm I'm starting to feel a little a little calm now that <laughs> that I'm on the podcast. I'm actually pretty yeah. glad to be here. So.
0: Oh, good,
1: mm-hmm. good. Uh, Vegan Lizard King asked "Uh, DLC two speculation. So I know I know we're going to Greece probably. Oh, right. yeah. Do you think it's definitely Greece? Or are you just still holding out hope for Nuketown? No, there's a, there's a side of me that's still holding out for Nuketown. Not going to lie.
0: I, I for me personally, I there's this feeling of Jason and Craig and the zombie team seem to be playing a game of whatever you guys want. And you're going to tell us what we want. We're not doing it. We're not listening to the whining children in the community, which, to a point, yeah, you know, you don't want to have them control what you do and don't do, but there's also a portion that I strongly I identify with mm, that are like, hey, you put all these hints in the maps, and then you said we're going here, because, you know, that's how normal foreshadowing works. And then you say, fuck you for finding that. We're not doing it. And I'm like, well, why am I, why don't, what? So that's sort of, I, I, 100%, people are saying the DLC 2, but and also the guy that leaked all that stuff, the tester said they didn't even start testing for it. It seems like everything's just lining up for Treyarch to say no, no DLC two Nuketown, even though it's mm-hmm. probably coming at some point. It's just not gonna be our next map. And it the communication, the the issues we've talked about nausea that I don't want to get into. It just it seems like Treyarch has no interest in giving the community. Uh, things that they're really interested in Treyarch wants to push their future they're trying to do what's right for their future
1: mm-hmm. and then it was it was asked by uh just to lead into this Dabo 44 said uh, when do you think we'll get a trailer for DLC 2 all right well, let Renzi it...
0: answer both those questions still uh are you holding hope hold for Nuketown it.
2: um I honestly don't really want to see another Nuketown map I'm like kind of over that like to be honest it's it's sort of a signature with Treyarch, you know, you almost have kind of have to have it. But then again, with Treyarch, <laughs> they want to push Nuketown, but they don't want to push Jug and Zombies. So I don't know <laughs> why they would want to do that. But OK, I mean, yeah, so I kind of don't want to really see Nuketown in the, in the game. But as far as the trailer goes, I have not mm-hmm. her, her, her... Wait, what, what did you say about the trailer? Like, uh, oh, I just right wondered, wh-
1: when, when should we be expecting a trailer? Cause oh, it's, it's got to be soon, right?
2: Well, they already came out with DLC one last month. So I mean, I honestly, yeah, I, w- I would say probably here in like a week or two, right? Like, shouldn't shouldn't we be seeing a, a trailer like really, really soon? Because I've been the, talking the, about it. I, I've seen Dalek making like all these videos talking about DLC two. So I'm assuming that it's going to be out in the next the couple weeks. The
1: toughest part right now is that they're not following a traditional schedule. So. Uh, it- it, it it makes it so much harder to predict. I don't know. Uh, Infant, Driver asks, it. Infant Driver asks, uh, Reed, are you ready for Kingdom Hearts this Tuesday?
0: Very much so. I've been trying to go dark and not have people spoil this. No, I didn't know the gameplay was off the entire episode, too. Uh,
1: I'm sorry about that.
0: It, uh, did your comment- gameplay off the whole yeah, episode? I think so. This is the first commenter to say anything about it. I didn't think oh. it was, though. I thought I had it all set. Oh, well. Look at even that's off? What happened? Mamma mia! Pizzeria! All right, we'll just throw the gameplay that way. All right, nothing you do now. You live and you learn. Um, yeah, I've been trying to duck that uh, like crazy, and the Juan told me that he was just trying to see the intro cutscene to Kingdom Hearts 3, and the whole thing was spoiled for him. So it comes out Tuesday. <laughs> I'll probably get it Tuesday night. I might stream on Twitch, me just playing through the whole game with hardly ever looking at chat, which just defeats the purpose of streaming. But I kind of want to record my reactions without, you know, having a 80 gig file sitting on my computer. I'll be playing through the entirety of Kingdom Hearts 3. So be on the lookout for that because I, I really I loved it. I played with Lex. We had that was really fun. I really enjoyed that where me and Lex both were streaming at the same time playing through the games and we were getting to different parts. That was something cool. I wish we could explore more of. And then, you know, that's an open invitation <laughs> if I could ever figure that out. Um, with Lex or and honestly any other guy that's that passionate about Kingdom Hearts series, I think I fell in love with that because like they would do speed runs at the same times and you have two two over or an overlay showing both gameplays at the same time and that's just so fun to see like oh where's he where's he in that gameplay even if it's not a competition it's still fun to see how they one guy does a boss fight and the other does and these occurrences and you're kind of sharing playing this solo game together uh, I think that's something fun to explore. So in all I'm very excited, very excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. And uh join me. Join me. I screw it. I'll stream Tuesday. I'll stream the game with you all.
2: Uh, uh so no. so quick question about that if, if yeah. you, don't, you don't. I mind. don't so, mind at all. Not even have, a little bit. So have you actually beaten Kingdom Hearts 1, like all the uh side bosses and stuff on Proud mode, or are you not really that hardcore? Like oh, you just I, I do no.
0: <laughs> Benitas's lingering spirit on proud mode is the worst shit in the world. Did you play that for the PSP? That broke me. I mean, on Normal, I spent hundreds and hundreds of try trying to beat him. On 1.5, Proud Mode, I, I, which one? The original Kingdom Hearts or the 1.5 with the added, like, the Xehanort? Uh, the, the
2: 1.5, yeah, yeah, with the I didn't oh, yeah. get
0: through them all because I did proud mode on the original, where like once I beat Sephiroth, on proud mode as like a ch- well, I not even a child. I think I did it two years ago. I was like, yes, I am fulfilled. <sighs> but I did fight Zemnis, but I thought there was another fight after the Zemnis lingering, like the hooded cloak inside Remot. the, Ho- the Holobastion Tower. Yeah, was there another boss on proud mode? Because I don't think I've I've done them all. I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, there, there's
2: Phantom at the Clock Tower. I yeah, beat and him. Then there's kurt ziza and agrabah yep. in the yep. desert and then there's uh ice titan at yeah coliseum i don't think i beat About it
0: kurt yet on 1.5 i beat him in the old game on proud mode but i never beat him in mm-hmm. 1.5 because like i don't, don't want to do the thunder shit i don't want to deal with him <laughs>
2: <laughs> do
0: you play a lot of kingdom hearts do you like the series
2: uh i've only played the first Three of them the <laughs> chain of memories one and two oh, and uh, you god. know you. i played the 1.5 2.5 5, and yeah i um, haven't played birth by sleep and all those other ones yet
0: i love 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 birth by sleep though i know a lot of people didn't it was something like at school i could always just pick up birth by sleep and, and get playing on it and it was wonderful like because you could turn on the psp for a bus ride because i was still in like my god eighth grade at oh, that yeah. point just turn the shit on and i i'm trying to fight bad guys and grinding for the synthesis. I'd always get the books. That was the most fun. I'd have the strategy guide. and I'd go to school, and it'd be like I'm playing it at school. I'm just like, oh, man! Look at this! Look at this! Oh, there's all these pictures of Kingdom Hearts characters. I can't wait to get home and play it. So, yeah. Alright, let's go to the next question before people get upset about Kingdom Hearts comics. <laughs> uh,
1: so this was asked by Dr. Monty. He wants to know, uh, Frenzy, what map is your favorite for high rounds? Oh, Personally, definitely. his is Shadows.
2: Mm-hmm. Um oh man well if i was answering this question and i wasn't being serious i would probably say like you know darice or something but if i am being really serious like probably like burger town from exo zombies maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding oh, yeah. <laughs> I i I'd probably say darice like is probably my favorite map like for high rounds it's because there's so many strategies that you can do on it, and it's just the OG. Like I remember playing camping at the Catwalk and World at War and stuff, and that's yep. just you know so many experiences and, and memories like that I had on that map that just feel like you know you just can't really get with these other ones because they have all these bosses and stuff that are roaming around the map, which kind of prevents you know camping strategies like that from being done at least on the newer game stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say Darice. So then
1: a follow-up. This one comes from Vaymax. He asked, uh, have you done any like co-op high rounds? And if so, which co-op, wh- which co-op high rounds have you done? Um, whew, uh, I've done a lot. <laughs> if I, I, do you want me to list them
2: all? Like, uh,
1: how, about, how about this? Which ones, which ones are the ones that stand out in your mind?
2: Okay, so the maps that i played that I've gotten the high. So I got to round 137 on Keynote or Toten Black Ops 1 co-op. And then we lagged out. And that was the highest round ever, like in co op at the time. And then I did a round. And then (laughs) to add, and that was the world record. So, like, to add a tragedy to this, I also did a round 98, All of the Dead co op. And we lagged out of that one too. But we were only three hours away from world record at the time. And that was like a 70 hour game or something. So that was, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. That sucked. This one, this one
1: isn't a patron question, but that just made me think of it. Is there like a high round to you that you hold in like the most dearest regard? Like which one to you is the most meaningful of because I, I think it says on your channel you have like 30 world records or something like that like what is your most most proud of Achievement in Zombies?
2: Uh man, I haven't really thought about this that much, but I'd probably say like my and this isn't like my my best record or anything by any means, but I'd say like my round 80 on nuketown uh solo, which I got like about a month after Black Ops Two came out because that was like the the world record that really put me on the map, like where people you know started kind of watching my streams a lot more and you know wanting to kind of check out my YouTube videos and stuff and you know see like, oh hey, I wonder if this guy's getting any more high rounds or if he's uploading strategies or you know what's going on with this guy and I, I'd say that, yeah, that one. Whenever I got done with that game, I really like put the controller down. and I was like, oh. yeah, I did it. Like dusted off my shoulders, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> 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 like, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Oh man, well uh, um, now,
1: uh, go on. Do you have more?
0: Do you have more uh, Patreon questions? Yeah, we're oh. we're doing, we're going to
1: 360 pivot right here. Oh boy. Uh, one no no player as favorite cereal. Also, oh, milk quick. or no milk? Milk, absolutely. I'm going Fruit Loops.
0: <laughs> I I guess uh I, I like honey nut Cheerios. Love that.
1: Ooh, also rice krispies are great.
0: Yeah, they're great. They're fine. Corn flakes, I guess. All right. Oh, what about I you, think... Frenzy?
2: Favorite cereal? I like the the Wheaties with oh, yeah. like Tiger Woods on the box. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. When, when are
1: we gonna when, when are we gonna get our Wheaties with uh with Frenzy on it? Right next to a picture of him <laughs> <laughs> setting a world record with a thumbs up. <laughs> When's when zombies getting that recognition?
0: Oh man, that's great with like ten thousand rounds on the box or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's lovely. Uh,
1: Red Chief asks thoughts on the Anthem VIP demo. Now Anthem, if you don't know, is the game yeah. that Cameron Dayton is mm-hmm. uh, a part of. Yep. Uh, from what I hear, this game's getting a lot of praise.
0: Great. Well, I heard a lot of... No, I heard the beta oh. is a mess right now.
1: Oh, I don't know much about the beta, but just reading, reading Twitter, and maybe yeah. it's just because I follow Cameron Dayton on Twitter and he'll retweet a lot of nice things. That, that might be it. <laughs> that, that might be it exactly where I'm following Cameron Dayton <laughs> and he's going to retweet... Dude. He's retweeting the nice things that are said. So I'm like, oh, a lot of people are saying nice things about this game. Oh,
0: it it looks like uh, I never played Destiny. I couldn't get into Destiny. To me, it looks like, oh, this is the Blackout version of Destiny for me. Or the Blackout, like Blackout's Fortnite, right? I never got into Fortnite because I wasn't really into it. So Blackout's my like, oh, yeah, now I get Battle Royales. I know why people like them. I can't get into Destiny. I totally see Anthem as a potential for like, oh, now I get why people really like Destiny. It seems like a Destiny knockoff to me at points, but I also it's EA, so the loot boxes are going to be coming in like three to four weeks. Uh, reviewers, <laughs> Give it up. yep, reviewers. Well, that's one of the big things they do now to hurt reviewers is they will not ship the microtransaction stuff uh, because they know the reviews come out day one and they wait so it doesn't hurt their review scores and they release the stuff later because no one looks up the reviews after the fact. So it's a really shady, shitty thing they do in the. Uh, developer world right now, or a smart thing depending on who you're asking and what side you're on. But the Anthem itself got very mixed reviews. I saw one guy that liked it, but the longevity is the big question. It seems like it's going to be a big empty world really quickly, that you're just going to be flying around doing the same shit over and over again. But uh, I'm optimistic for it, but since it's an EA title, it's something I'm going to be steering clear about. I think uh, mixed reviews is probably one of the best ways to put it. And my god, Bethesda in the same breath, They just can't win. They just, what are they doing? What are they doing with Fallout 76? Between messing up bags, bad poor customer service. There's a new leather jacket they're trying to sell for $276. That leather leather
1: jacket is hideous.
0: Oh, my God. I just don't get what happened to them. Uh, That Obsidian, dude, they're going to totally lean into making fun of Bethesda constantly with their new game. And they, they should. Because that's a great <laughs> marketing gimmick. Uh, do you have any opinions on Anthem Frenzy? Uh,
2: I haven't really looked at that much gameplay, but to me, I've I've heard that it was like a mix between Destiny and like World of Warcraft, but there's no PvP involved in it. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't think it's really gonna be anything that I'm gonna try out myself. But no, nah, I don't I don't really have any opinions on it.
1: Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then I have a I have a donation from yes. uh maya sternberg says uh so what would be a hard round to get to um Uh,
2: yeah
1: it's it's a kind it's
2: a kind of wide open question yeah that's Um, uh i think it it depends on the strategy you're doing yeah it really depends on the strategy and the map yeah it, it can vary i mean some maps you know have rounds where if you get to round 100 on it then it's like you know hey like you know that's pretty crazy you know you were able to get to round 100 on it. some strategies have even like whoa you were able to get to round 80 doing that strategy okay like that's you know good job for you but yeah other maps like the standards kind of lowered and it's like ah eh, like you know you got 200 that's that's pretty good i guess but you know we've seen higher you know or something yeah. like it it's yeah it's really uh kind of a it could go you could have any in- answer for that question i guess I could be I could be wrong in this opinion, but I feel like Black Ops two maybe is a
1: difficult round just because the lack of insta-kill weapons on some maps as well as um missing traps, would you say? Uh I'm sorry. Uh what what was that? Like I wonder I wonder maybe Black Ops two would be a good answer to this, just because the maps
2: mi- or don't have like insta-kill oh, yeah. weapons as well as many of them lack traps. Yeah, like like some some of the maps, like if you could even get to round 60 on Bus Depot or something like that's you know, oh <laughs> God, yeah. you know, good good job for you, like you know, getting around 60 on Bus Depot because I mean, there's yeah, there's oh, no traps bad. on it and there's no actual wonder weapon. I mean, there's the, the ray gun, I guess, but in, in the Mark II, I, yeah, yeah, there's but also even,
1: a even they're gonna drop off and hitting the box on that map is tough too, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you bring up a great well, point. You can EMP there. the zombies, like, <laughs> look, look at all strategies coming out of friends. He said, Well, <laughs> we, we, we got we got plans. Uh, <laughs> But you got me to a relaxing end video in Origins where they're standing by the STG and they're just camping and only buying the STG. And that's completely dependent on doing that strategy. Can you get to around 40 or 50? Like, that's a really tough thing. Or just getting 40 to 50 with a staff is a joke. So
1: that's
0: that's a great perspective to add. I love it. Uh, My donations, I have two. One is from Calvin Fried Chicken, who just donated and didn't say anything. So thank you very much. And thanks for supporting the show. And the other donation was, I was the nicest one. And he says, Frenzy, you think you deserve first on classified. That seems like a loaded question for bad PR. <laughs> so I'll <laughs> rephrase that uh, to uh, what was your experience with the classified Easter egg? I know you were going pretty hard at it, but the crashes kept preventing you from probably you would have stumbled across it. it would be one of the first, if not one uh, of the first.
2: Um. Well, it, to, to answer the question, like directly, like I actually don't really think that I deserve like first on it or anything by any means. I, I think that there's definitely a lot of talent in the community, you know, like Scotty and a bunch of other players that are really good and more than capable of actually getting that far and, you know, getting first first in the world. So we w- just kind of would have never known, like, you know, who would have gotten it. But um, I do think that the people that did get it probably shouldn't have gotten it, especially with the way that they to get it but i mean that's you know i'm not trying to bring that up again i mean yeah, i just kind of sure. did but yeah no, yeah no, like, you fine <laughs>
0: it's tough not to bring it up uh based on the the way that was handled and definitely put a big sour on the community and classified for sure mm. mm-hmm I have a last-minute donor from right here, Newt Donates, and he says, hey, are you going to check out the beginning of the Zombies Tournament today on Ninja Nation Ga- Ninja Nation Gaming Channel? I think it's a great thing for the community. It starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You want to check it out. It should be fun. Uh, thank you for the donation, Newt. And I only heard about this like uh, five minutes ago that this was going on. And I know uh, ZWC is trying to do something around the corner as well, and i'm excited to hear what they're doing is so it seems like there's some competitive zombie stuff in our future very very close future very excited for all that so uh, we'll probably talk about it next week because we don't know anything and i don't want to speculate or say shit out of context without actually doing a little research so we'll check it out if, and see how it goes
1: if you want to check it out though just search up ninja nation gaming on youtube i just did i'm gonna look into this
0: wonderful and with that <laughs> And my video, probably not John's video. I have friends you linked if you want to go check out his video and subscribe to <laughs> his content or see what he's up to. Do you have any projects you're working on or any directions you want to talk about? Uh, anything you want to shout out as we wrap up here?
2: Um. Well, I, since we did actually talk about Dead Ops Arcade yeah. earlier a little bit, if if you don't mind, like no. I actually do kind of want to shout out yeah. my friend uh, Rambo. He actually made an excellent documentary and it, and it just really sucks because he put so much effort oh. into his videos. It It took him like six months to make this video, and Treyarch actually did kind of shout him out recently, which was really awesome. But, uh, yeah, he puts, like, so much effort into his videos, and he doesn't, like, it's such a tragedy because he doesn't really get many people watching them, Mm -hmm. and I I try to always, like, like his videos, but it's called the uh, Dead Ops Arcade Documentary, or something Mm -hmm. like that, if you guys looked it up on YouTube. Um, It's a one-hour and 15-minute documentary talking about Dead Ops Uh Arcade, entire history of it and stuff, and it has interviews from all the known players from the community back in the day discussing you know things and controversies that happened uh mm-hmm. and stuff like that but yeah as far as projects go i'm not really looking at anything in particular i kind of maybe hoping to play kingdom hearts 3 but other than that i'm not really looking at zombies that much uh yeah future yep.
0: A lot of the community feels very similar in that way, and I don't blame you. Uh, link me that if you don't mind, and I'll update it and pin it yeah. to top comment so everybody can go check out that documentary. I just Oh, oh you already it. did it? Well, it fantastic. Oh, did, yep. I'll send it in my chat, too, right now. For those that get it off the show, you guys can put this in the background if you want or watch it, and you can check out this wonderful documentary. Oh, that's criminal. Criminal the views.
2: Yeah, it's only got 2,000. Well, I mean, that that's, that's a good video for him, though. Like, yeah. he has other ones where they're he's getting like 200 and stuff and he's putting a ton of effort into his videos too which really sucks because i could i could just tell that he's working really hard and uh his commentaries he's definitely redoing them consistently too to kind of get the perfect take on a lot of uh a lot of his commentaries so
0: i feel you that's like the youtube world it's, it's fascinating <laughs> that sense of what gets promoted what doesn't and Really good content definitely doesn't make its way to the top. <laughs> it's a yeah. weird mix. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on, Frenzy, and taking time out of your day to uh, talk all zombies with us. This was an absolutely wonderful time. Uh, John, thanks for coming on to had another wonderful week. Uh, if you guys want to listen to this on the road, uh, you can always catch us on Spotify and iTunes if you want to support this podcast and keep it going. You can go on to patreon.com slash Zombros podcast, right? It's linked in the description at the very least. And you can choose to support us on there, and you can get cool things like our hats, uh, depending on our early merch. Not these right now. No, You 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 can't can't get get these. these.
1: You're too late to get those hats. However, there is new merch coming in a month or two.
0: Yeah, so you hop on that bandwagon, and there's all sorts of other rewards, like getting on a call with us or hanging out with the absolutely wonderful uh, community. On top of that, this episode was brought to you by Ironside Computers. No crazy witty response today. Just you can check out Ironside Computers in the description down below. Save 5% off any uh, purchase. And we might have some future sponsors of the show for some really cool stuff in the future. Fingers crossed, and we'll be able to hopefully give back to you guys in, in a very interesting way. So, thank you for watching. Thanks, everyone, for showing up, and we'll see you next week is still on, right? Still 2 p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time with the uh, patrons. Yes, yes. That's next, next week. 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 And in the following week, we're going to be a Monday show because John has a TEDx talk that we're all very proud of him for. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody, and be safe. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.